Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1758, The Deep Reset, by Cal Newport of calnewport.com, and I'm Justin Mollick, your very own personal narrator. I read to you every single day of the year so that you don't have to find blogs and articles yourself. I find the best authors I can find and simply read them for you for free with their permission. And I'll keep this Saturday intro short, so let's get right to it and continue optimizing your life. The Deep Reset by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. After 10 years of waging war against the Trojans, Odysseus, king of Ithaca, set out on the wine-dark sea to begin his journey home. Storms thwarted an easy return voyage, and Odysseus found himself facing many additional years of tragedy and adventure, reaching a mythical nadir when he's forced to descend into the underworld itself. Broken down and exposed, Odysseus resists collapse. He instead pulls himself out of Hades and persevering through additional trials, finally makes it home to his island kingdom, only to find both his family and throne threatened by a conniving horde of suitors. He fights them off. But he's not done. Following a prophecy delivered to him by the ghost of Theban Tiresias in the underworld, Odysseus makes a humbling journey inland. He carries an oar, a symbol of the maritime world where he reigned, farther and farther from the sea, until he arrives at a place where it's mistaken for a farming implement by locals who have never heard of crimson-painted ships or the well-shaped oars that serve as wings. It is here, stripped of any of the recognitions on which he had built his previous life, that he plants the oar in the ground and performs sacrifices to Poseidon before returning home to live out his life in peace. The story of Odysseus is a classical, transrational myth, writes Richard Rohr in the underground classic Falling Upward. Quote, one that many would say sets the bar in direction for all later Western storytelling, end quote. And for good reason. It's one of the earliest extant works to describe a pattern absolutely fundamental to the human condition. Hardship unlocking a deeper, more authentic, more satisfying life. As Rohr elaborates, Odysseus' journey is a metaphor for the proper human response to unexpected difficulty. His first response after arriving broken in the underworld is survival and progress. He makes his way out of Hades, perseveres through the trials that follow, and then once home, performs the work needed to get his life back in order. But then, and this is the key to the entire myth, he humbles himself on an inland journey where he ritually moves beyond the easy comforts of his old life, laying the foundation on which to build something more meaningful. Once it's brought to our attention, this pattern becomes visible everywhere, We see it in the travails of Dante and Augustine and even Luke Skywalker. 
Carl Jung argued that this storyline is an archetype engraved in the collective human unconscious as unavoidably fundamental as our intuitive repulsion to snakes or attraction to courage. Whether its origin is divine or evolutionary, it represents revelation all the same. Which brings us to our current moment. To varying degrees of severity, we're all suffering through some version of Odysseus's tragic journey. Many, too many, are struggling with devastating consequences to their health or livelihoods. Like Odysseus surviving the storm that destroyed his fleet, for them, all energy is dedicated to perseverance in the moment. But for many others, including a large part of my audience here, the moment has brought severe dislocation to much of what we've come to trust and expect, but falls short of immediate peril. The question then is what those who find themselves in this situation, marooned on a Netflix-themed island of the Lotus Eaters, should do about it. We can shake our fists at the gods as some are now acting out through increasingly furious and tragically futile battles fought on social media. We can cower, marinating in dread, as some are now doing as they glue themselves to catastrophic news coverage, giving in to genuflections of despair. Or like Odysseus, we can allow the disruption, painful as it is, spark the resolve needed to find our way out of the underworld, fight to get our affairs back in order, and then when the time comes, with a mix of humility and purpose, transform our lives into something deeper. Essentially, all of philosophy, theology, literature, and history implies that the Odysseus approach is the one for which we as humans are wired. The best response to deep disruption, in other words, is often a deep reset. This idea that we should allow our current dislocation to instigate a move toward the deep life is one that I've been implicitly exploring in recent posts. I thought it was useful, however, to give this impulse a name and some historical context because I intend to keep returning to it, among other topics, in the weeks ahead. I want to better understand how one acts on the impulse for the deep reset while also acknowledging with an eye toward Homer that I'm hardly the first to ponder this ancient instinct. You just listened to the post titled The Deep Reset by Cal Newport of calnewport.com. And I'll keep this short for the weekend episode. Maybe you're going through a reset of your own. Thank you for listening every day. Have a great weekend if you're listening in real time. And I'll see you tomorrow as usual where your optimal life awaits.